Welcome back to another WAP podcast. Uh, we're going to be taking a look now at Unit 2 in AP World History. And uh, in this unit, we're going to see a lot of the classical empires, or we are going to see those classical empires. And these are going to be the basis for uh, really the, the histories uh, of those regions uh, kind of uh, from here on out. So uh, Europe is going to be dominated by Greece and Rome. Uh, the Middle East, uh, a good chunk will be dominated kind of by Persia. Uh, we'll see that change with, with the rise of Islam later, though. And then in India, uh, it harkens back to the uh, Mauryans and the Guptas. And in China, it all kind of begins with the Qin and the Han. So we're going to see the rise of these empires here. Uh, in Chapter 3, it's going to be really a focus on those empires. And then we'll focus on what happened within those empires in, in the later chapters. Um, and uh, for the chapters in the book that this is going to be, it's going to be chapters 3, 4, 5, and, and 6. And 6 will bring us kind of away from the, the Eurasian view of things uh, into uh, smaller empires throughout the world. So um, one thing to start off with before we get into the, the notes here and looking at Greece and the Middle East, uh, which is what we'll do in this part of the podcast, is, is what is an empire? Uh, and that's a state that controls other states uh, or a government that controls other governments. Uh, usually they're aggressive, they go through and, and conquer, uh, but you could do this in, in non-aggressive ways with economics or some other way. Uh, but we don't really see that in history until more modern times. Um, they'll bring in a wide group of, of people into this uh, government because they're conquering all these foreign lands, and um, they will have some type of common culture that goes through all of them, although individual areas will have their own kind of quirks. Um, and we'll also see the, the problems these face, which is... Uh, they have to find a way to, to maintain that order, and so they force compliance, they force people to do what they want, um, and uh, when people go against that, then uh, you, you bring down the hammer to make sure you maintain control. So um, those are kind of the basics on empires. Uh, there's a good timeline on 119 uh, for you to see kind of uh, when these empires rise and fall, uh, but let's get into uh, Persia and Greece here. And uh, these two uh, regions were, were constantly colliding. The, the Persians and the Greeks didn't really get along too well. Uh, Persia uh, was known as the, as, is known as the Achaemenid dynasty. And uh, they had about 35 to 50 million people, uh, which when you look at the world population at the time, is actually a huge chunk of the world population. It's one of the largest empires proportionally in, in history. Um, and it, it encompassed the regions of Egypt, Mesopotamia, Anatolia, which is Turkey, and the, it, all the way to the Indus River. Uh, and so this will actually set up the basis uh, for the Marians, who we'll see later. Um, them and, and the Persians and the, the, um, the Alexander, or Alexander's uh, Hellenistic Empire from the Macedon uh, will also do that. And uh, there are two really great leaders early on. There's Cyrus the Great and Darius the Great. And uh, they, they helped forge this empire. And um, the king was uh, known as the King of Kings, and uh, not many people were able to go and talk to him. Uh, he was uh, kind of kept sequestered or kept away from, from most people, uh, and you had, to, you had to do some, go through some pretty thick uh, ceremonies to get to him. And uh, the king uh, sponsored the religion of, Ahura, uh, of Zoroastrianism, which was uh, worshiping a god named Ahura Mazda, and um, the unique thing there, though, is they actually let everyone else kind of follow what religion they wanted to. Uh, so um, you had the Israelites were able to practice uh, uh, Judaism again, and, and other regions had their own 
their gods and stuff like that. And this is one of the unique things in, in the empire is that they allow people to uh, worship freely. Um, what else? Big things here. So to control this large empire, they set up governorships, uh, which they call satraps. And there were 23 provinces that these satraps looked over. And then they had lower administrators in, in the local areas. Uh, they used spies throughout the empire to, to watch and maintain it and figure out what's going on. Uh, and uh, let's see, one last thing, a uh, big thing here, to, to, or two big things to take away uh, on Persia is one, they're, they're two major cities. They had two capitals, Susa and Persepolis, uh, Persepolis being kind of the biggest one. And um, they did a lot to regulate things. They uh, regulated coinage. Uh, making sure that there was a standard coin size and, and value. Uh, they did a simplified tax code. Um, they built canals, uh, also um, canots, uh, which were these underground um, kind of uh, like aqueducts that we'll see in Rome that would bring water to, to fields or to cities. And they also built a uh, royal road, road system that ran through uh, the, the empire, uniting it all together. So that's the Persians there. Uh, the Greeks, uh, we'll try to go quickly through them. Um, the Greeks, on the other hand, um, are not united. They're actually a bunch of different city-states, meaning that there's a city and they control the area around them, and they're fiercely independent, just like we saw in Sumer. Uh, the two biggest ones that we'll see are Athens and Sparta, but the, there are some other big ones like Thebes and Corinth. Uh, this is a much smaller empire or group of states uh, with about 2 to 3 million people. And the reason why it's so divided and why there are so few people is because of the geography there. Uh, it's, it's a lot of mountain range, uh, it's small islands, so there isn't a huge amount of, of farmland to, to raise people on. And uh, the Greeks cut down a lot of their resources early on in, in deforestation. Um, and because of this geography with the mountains, uh, it was hard for them to go conquer each other, so they developed different cultures, all within the same kind of uh, aspect of, of Greek culture. Uh, but that made them fiercely independent and not want to, to uh, be controlled by anyone else. So the few things that they did hold in common uh, were, was the Greek language, um, the Greek gods. So you had the, the Greek mythos of Zeus, Apollo, Demeter, Hades, Hephaestus, all those guys. And then you had the, the tradition of the Olympics and sports and, and some of the other arts that, that went along with those. Um, they also, the Greeks... Uh, and their imperial way was much smaller than the Persians um, because they, they couldn't go and do a huge land empire or anything like that. They weren't capable of doing that. Um, instead, what they did is they sent out colonies uh, and colonized small towns throughout the Mediterranean world. Uh, and we can see this throughout the, the Mediterranean Sea and the Black Sea. Uh, and usually those uh, colonies were set up to try to get resources that they couldn't get themselves in their, in their own territory. And... Uh, last thing, uh, really big takeaway here is that, uh, this empire is a lot different from others in that it's, uh, the government's completely different in, in Persia and everything that we've seen so far, uh, it's been absolute monarchies or, or a kind of a dictatorship type deal going on where you have one person in control. In Greece's case, you have some of those, but more, they're, they're more democratic. Uh, Athens is the biggest one, uh, or the most known one. But uh, you had uh, some type of popular participation throughout most of the city-states. And this was all to get rid of the, the tyrants that were there earlier. Um, Sparta, we can even see this with the Council of Elders. Um, even though they had two kings, they were kind of uh, elected or ceremoniously put in place. And really the council told the kings what they could and could do. 
or couldn't couldn't do. And then um, Athens uh, gave it to all males, but that's kind of a deception or deceiving uh, in that, yes, they gave it to all males, but only male citizens, and that was a small chunk of the population. We'll see when we get to um, the social systems. I think that's Chapter 4, uh, or maybe it's Chapter 5. But when we get to that, we'll see 30 to 40% of their population is slaves. So still 30 to 40% aren't voting. Um, but that's, that's Greece and Persia. 